0: All right, everyone, welcome back to the Be Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Murphy. Now, before we get into it, we have a couple of updates. One, something I'm so excited about and looking forward to is the retreat in the Dominican Republic with the Coastal Yogi next weekend. It's not a pitch or promo for it. You cannot book any more spots. All the spots are full. Just looking forward to it. Look forward to some awesome content coming from that. And if you are participating in it, I look forward to seeing you there. Uh, Second, I just got back from Costa Rica my brother lives down there. He has an incredible setup with a restaurant, a bar, a brewery, a coffee shop, a roaster. They, they do all sorts of things down there. And I'm currently drinking this uh, a little pour over of the Fuego coffee. And it is just unbelievable. Also not selling that. You can't have any. But I just want to let you guys know it is absolutely fantastic. If you do love coffee, maybe I'll make you a cup. But uh, last thing, and I'm just noticing this now, I've always been insecure about my teeth. I had crooked teeth for the majority of my life and I never smiled showing my teeth. And now I'm actually seeing it on the the screen. I used bite official again, not a pitch for them. Um, I'd like it to be, but I don't have a partnership with them at all. Uh, and I'm on like week 19 with my retainers. Uh, Hurley doesn't let me wear my retainers during this because I sound like I have a lisp, which now I think I'm, I'm trying so hard to not, it almost sounds like I have one anyways, but just excited about that. You'd be surprised about what um, what a good smile will do to your confidence. Um, all right, with those three things out of the way. Oh, a little elbow update. I'm almost four weeks post-op. Uh, I have more range of motion than I had before. Really, really excited about, one, the job that the surgeon did. Two, the recovery process through TB12. That is a pitch because I am partnered with them, and they have done an incredible, incredible job with an aggressive recovery to get me back to 100% and, and more than 100% from what I knew previously. So just really excited about how everything is going. Now, I was um, I was currently, I was in New York. Well, let me see the name of this. Oh, I was walking into a grocery store. I knew nothing about this grocery store. It was just there, and I was going to get a meal. Have If any of you guys have been to a Stew Leonard's, Hurley, have you ever been to a Stew Leonard's? No, I've never even heard of it. In New York? The most electric grocery store you have ever been to. It like guides you through this maze of where everything is. There's a lot of fresh food. There's, there's like toy things that are hanging from the ceiling. It's like super kid friendly, huh. but it was absolutely amazing. So I'm walking into this Stu Leonard's. I got an unbelievable meal. I just wanted to hang out in that grocery store the rest of the day. Anyways, sidetracked. I'm walking into this Stu Leonard's and right to the left of it is an Orange Theory Fitness and I've been very familiar with Orange Theory Fitness. However, I saw a sign or it was on their window and it said the best 60 minute workout in the world. And I thought, hmm, that may, that may be true, but in what metrics is that being measured? And that's going to be kind of the topic of conversation today. And it immediately made me think about the movie Elf when, uh, when elf uh, you know initially gets to New York City and he sees a sign outside of the um, what is it like the diner and it's like world's best cup of coffee and he goes in there and he's like you did it congratulations world's best cup of coffee and and maybe it's maybe it's just beyond me with with the marketing techniques and that but i started looking a little bit more into it and i started looking into similar workout facets like uh, like Barry's boot camp and there's a place in Boston called MyStride, And there's, there's a lot of different fitness studios which are all doing their thing and they're all contributing. And I'm not coming from a place saying, hey, what I'm doing is better, right? I'm, I'm utilizing with this company and Big Night Fitness to highlight every realm of fitness and, and everyone from every different company. So I don't want you to think it's like, hey, I have the answer and you don't. But what I'd like there to be is maybe a little bit more accountability, and it's not just if you've listened to this podcast before or you've known me, I try not to just say, hey, this is wrong without giving some sort of insight on how we could potentially have it be more effective. And so my initial thought was, well, you know, why is this? Why can they make that claim? And there's a few different ways I suppose they could make that claim. Um, one, having you know, some sort of peer review. Saying, hey, voted number one best 60 minute workout by X source. Right. And that could be something that you could cite, not necessarily that it's 100% true, but it was voted that way. And that's, that's how you got that title, which is awesome. Um, <clears throat> the next thing I looked into is I went onto Orange Theory's site and I saw it said science based, you know, for result driven. And I started thinking, I was like, well, what does it mean when they say like science-based or based on science? And you can talk about the traditional definition of science, but not to go too far into that. Well, I guess if you go down the route of clinical trials, then if you have success in your athletes or members or whatever you want to call them, getting the results that they want then that those could technically be clinical trials of success in this. So if it's science based, there's your, you know, your your very, very broad brushstroke over a, you know, somewhat quote unquote clinical trial. But then I started looking at other other disciplines and going towards, you know, like the Barry's boot camp. And it was also like, you know, science based or or, you know, with with science backed, you know, results. And it made me want to think, like, well, well, what are results? When they say they're the best, they're the best at what? The best 60-minute workout for what? Is it for losing body fat? Is it for increasing bone density? Is it for gaining strength? Is it for just overall well-being? Is it for, you know, there, there's a lot of these different health markers that could that you could determine the best, but I wanted it to be a step further. And I'm not going to argue saying, hey, this isn't the best. You're wrong. This is poor marketing or this is false marketing. It's more, well, what is it exactly that you're saying? And so if you are a member or coach or owner of a um, Orange Theory or Barry's Bootcamp, I would love to hear your insight on what exactly the goals are. You know, Goal-oriented fitness is understandable and, and it and an incredible thing, it's, it's really what everyone wants, right? Or at least ever, what everyone thinks they want is to achieve fitness. But what is your definition of fitness? How do you define results? If I were to come into an orange theory and say, currently right now I can deadlift 225 pounds and I'd like to deadlift 405 pounds, is this the 60-minute workout that's going to best suit me for that? If I'm going in and I say, hey, I am... At 30% body fat and I'd love to get down to 20% body fat, you know, moving from a state of sickness to a state of wellness, is this the best training program for that? And I think you could probably start to draw parallels in in the sense of the, the latter is probably more appropriate than the former here. If I'm not lifting heavy weights, right, I'm not going to create or get adaptation in an area that I'm not training. So, so I'd love to push it further as to what is the best, and then I kind of started looking at personal trainers and people's different different people's pages, and there was a lot of claims as Boston's number one personal trainer. And again, you're like, okay, is it, is it marketing? Uh, I'm not disagreeing with it, but how and and why is it that you're the most popular? Have you had Boston's most effective trainer in? Goal oriented clients, you know, they're, they're, I feel like there needs to be a step further that goes into this rather than it just being, hey, here's the best way to go about it. And they, you can still kind of have those claims. But I always wonder from an objective standpoint and how we define fitness as essentially your work capacity over an infinite amount of physical activities, an infinite amount of physical tasks. That's going to be your fitness is uh, your work capacity across broad time and mobile domains. How do you know someone is getting fitter if they are participating in your classes? And I think a way, and I don't know if, if a lot of these companies do it, but I think a really cool and effective way, maybe you incorporate it, maybe you don't, is having some sort of baseline workout. And this is where we can make those claims as opposed to, hey, we're the best, as hey, here here's what we can help you improve with. And for instance, I've done some uh, a decent amount of Barry's Bootcamp classes uh, with who you saw on here earlier, Dan DeStefano, uh, Pickles, um, Jesse Allegri. I've taken a, a few of her classes as well. And going in there, it's uh, you know I'm I'm sweating, I'm moving. they they're they're great workouts, but how? The results are oriented. I'm I'm not sure, and maybe we could make it more specific, like having a baseline workout. So, for instance, you have a, a new client that's coming in. Hi, I'm you know, hi, I'm Peter Hurley. This is my first time at Barry's Bootcamp, and they say, Hey, Peter, hop in class, see how you like it. He said, I love it. It's awesome. What do I do to sign up? They can say, Well we'd love to have you measure your results. We'd love to be able to measure your fitness. You don't have to do this. However, we have a baseline workout you can perform. And what it is, is that it's a one mile run and then you're gonna perform one minute of deadlifts with an appropriate weight, you know, with, with two dumbbells, one minute of deadlifts, one minute of front squats, one minute of push press. And we're gonna account for the total amount of reps that you have there. And then we're gonna write that down and then we're gonna set you free. We're going to set you free on the program that we already have, that we know is effective, that we know is potentially the best 60-minute workout in the world or that exists out there. Awesome. So Peter Hurley does Barry's Boot Camp for six months. And after six months, they say, hey, it's time to retest that baseline workout. In the first one, he ran a mile in eight and a half minutes. He was like, heck yeah. But he's been doing these classes where the intensities and the intervals and the incline And a lot of the movements are changing, and he's pushing himself in those. But now he goes back to this baseline test, and he runs his mile, and he runs it in 7 minutes and 15 seconds. And in the second part, in the the floor part, he achieved 45 total reps of all the movements. And on this one, with the same weight, with the same range of motion, with the same movements, the second time he retests this, he now does 90 reps total. Well, shit, that's objective that he is now fitter and more capable than he was before. So if we can start to incorporate that type of stuff, maybe we can have a little bit more meaning behind the claims that we have of this being the best or most effective or increasing your fitness or increasing your speed time. And as we know, as you're increasing your objective fitness, what you're capable of, all of the other stuff is going to come alongside it. Because if you're now running faster... You have an increased uh, stamina. You have an increased uh, cardiorespiratory endurance. If you are now moving more weight faster, you have an increase in strength. You have an increase in speed, power. If he is more comfortable in those positions, you can increase flexibility. And then you get to the neurological components. If you're practicing these things over and over with good coaching, helping you move better, you know, he's improving his accuracy, his agility, his balance, his coordination, His body fat's going to be lower with like all of those things come along with it. But if you could just have an objective number, as opposed to saying, well, I definitely feel better. I definitely look better. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. There's all of these things, but you could kind of start to hammer it in to be a little bit more specific. And I would love to see that type of, that type of accuracy be incorporated. And then you can say, Hey, we have, you know, we have 7,000 clients in the U.S., And of those 7,000, we were able to take, you know, 19 hours off of their one mile time. You know, it's like now you have all of this objective data and you say, well, let's see, is there another program that was able to help someone achieve this type of fitness? Or when, you know, when people can, you know, if people want to lose weight and then you, you know, there's an objective way to do that. And a lot of people are scared of this. And I get that maybe, you know, you don't want to push this on people when they first start. However, if you have an effective training program, if you say, hey, I want you to get on a scale, don't even show me what it is. Don't care. Just write it down. And then in six months, you're going to get back on that scale. And if that's, it, and if it's less weight and if loss of body fat, and not even not necessarily loss of body fat, but loss of weight, because as we can get into, there's you know the increased muscle mass where you may not lose as much weight as you wanted to. However, your, you know, your BMI is incredibly better, and then you could go on to the next steps of Actually having these things where you're measuring everything you're measuring someone's uh, your body fat percentage and you're measuring, you know As as deep and as detailed as you want to get into it. You can go down that route However, that tends to turn some people away But when you just have it as simple as hey, what are you capable of on this workout? We don't even care what it is I don't care what weights you're using what I do care about is that you are completing a mile and That we are going through a range of motion standards that put you through a pain-free range of motion and that you're capable of performing. And to make sure that those standards are set for the first time, and that they're also maintained the second time you go through it, or third, or fourth, to have this baseline workout. And then you can start to create multiple baseline workouts. Hey, what are your goals when you're coming in here? Because if we may be the the number one 60-minute high-intensity interval training workout, what are your goals? And if someone says, well, my goals are to get stronger, then you can say, all right, we're gonna tailor a little bit of this training. Now, when Hurley comes in, as opposed to saying, hey, you know, I want you to grab a, you know, we're, we're doing deadlifts and we're doing squats today, as opposed to Hurley grabbing lightweights and doing a ton of reps, which could be beneficial sometimes. Now, Hurley's training program is a little bit targeted towards him getting stronger. So maybe your goal isn't for him to be able to perform 30 unbroken reps at a deadlift, but maybe five or 10, he may be resting a little bit more but you're going to be targeting the workouts for strength for him. So maybe getting a little bit more of that information. And I'm sure of it. I'm not saying this stuff isn't happening. I'm not saying that people aren't getting stronger. I'm not saying they're not getting fitter. They're not, you know, you know, increasing all of these wonderful things that we want through fitness. But if we could, if we could hammer down those details. Now you can make that claim. You want to get stronger. We have the best 60 minute program for you. You want to, you know, lose body fat or increase your body fat percentage or improve your body fat percentage. We have the program for, it. we have the best program and here's our data here, take it. That would be a really, really cool claim. And I'm not saying again, I'm not saying it's not happening. Similarly with, you know, I'm just using berries as a, as a reference point because I have taken these classes before, which I loved. I've always enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed the personality of the instructors, the energy that's in there. All of that stuff is present that's the that's the never changing aspect of it, but just by adding a little bit more accountability by creating objective fitness, I think could could put a little bit more meat behind these claims. Similarly, in the personal training world, it, you know, I, I I see it a lot of the the this is the best. And I was talking with a, a, a good friend of mine about people having these claims as like the the best. Like well, well, how and why? Again, were you voted from a peer review system of a magazine as Boston's best personal trainer or New York's best personal trainer or LA's best? If so, sure, take that. Quoted by quoted by Men's Health, Connor is Boston's best personal trainer. That didn't happen, by the way. That's not and that's not an actual thing that happened. It's just that's just me saying that. Could be, probably not. But um, you know, there's a way. Or do you have all of this data? by saying, I have trained 1500 people this year. Here's the amount of pounds lost. Here's the amount of muscle mass gained. Here's, you know, and the further you go into it, the further you can make that claim really objective and then reach out there. And, um, and you know, it's like this, this, this proverbial, and I hate to say this, it's like this proverbial dick measuring competition, but then you can kind of go out there with, you know, with a ruler in hand and say, Hey, Hey, is, is anyone else? You know, this is, this is what I've got here's all the results from clients that I have and not to be like an in your face way, but are other people. And they say, Hey, that's incredible. I actually had 800 clients and here's the amount of people. And it's like, Oh, so you have actually affected the most amount of people and brought the most positive change in their lives. That's super powerful stuff. That's incredible. And it's that claim that can, you know, potentially get more clients in your door. But I feel too often, um, the, the claim just doesn't have any meaning behind it, and it's like, oh well, I'm working with Boston's number one trainer, uh, with you know, it could be with exercise science, it could be with professional athletes, it could be with you know, Boston's number one nutritionist. Well, why? How? I'm not saying that you're not, but I would like a little bit more accountability. Or I think people could, not me, I would like people like, fuck you. What do you? What do we care what you like? I think it would be more efficacious. To be able to have meaning behind those terms for people to see. And then you could specify it even more. Boston's number one weight loss specialist. Well, why? Well, because I had a thousand clients last year and, and between the thousand of them, we lost 15,000 pounds. So was like, whoa, <clears throat> this client right over here, my man lost, uh, lost 110 pounds. And my girl over here lost 130 pounds over the last year by doing this program that I set forward. Maybe it can work for you too. And then you could be, or you know, as opposed to having to make that claim of whatever the best is, you just describe what you're doing. Last year we had this many clients, lost this much weight. We gain, you know, if if your goal, if you get someone who comes in who is a who wants to get better in powerlifting and they come to an Orange Theory class, and they say, we're the best 60-minute fitness class in the world. You say, okay, good, because my goal is to compete in strongman. Your class might not be the best 60-minute fitness class in the world for that specific person. So maybe we need to hone in the audience that we're looking for, or describe exactly what results we're getting in order to get that demographic that we want, so that we don't have people that are coming in and being displeased from their results because their goals were different than what you had set out or for what your training program is specific to. Now, I know this is a little bit of a rant and I, and I always want to you know, send this caveat as I'm not, I'm not here to attack to say what you're doing is wrong. Any type of fitness that is getting people moving, any type of physical activity, I think is incredible. And there is no there is no bucket, one size fits all that everyone is going to want to be a part of. So anything that you're doing, everything is incredible, and I love it, and I want to highlight it, especially with this company, Big Night Fitness. However, if you can put the guard down for a little bit, which is something that was told to me, and this is information that I've had to, um, I've had to process in order to create a better product, if we can somehow make things a little bit more objective, I think we can reach a greater audience and start to be able to get a little bit more specific people in the right places. I was talking with someone on Instagram the other day and um, you know what I would imagine to be an incredible trainer. I haven't seen a lot of his work, but we were kind of laughing when you know, Some people are like, oh, we're fighting for clients, or you stole my clients, and it's like, there's enough to go around. 70% of deaths worldwide are from chronic disease, preventable chronic disease. We need to find a way to, to reach people more effectively. And maybe that's what, maybe that's what you're doing, or maybe that's what everyone else is doing, is they're finding a way for someone to say, hey, I don't want to get on a scale, I just want to go have fun and move. And then there should be a a claim. It's the most fun fitness class you've ever had or the most fun workout or exercise class you've, you know, in those type of, you know, scenarios, but just to, just to be a little bit more specific, I guess that's what I'm getting at today. And, and you know, if you have questions on this or you even have answers, if you work, if I'm way off and you work for Orange Theory or Berries or Maestride or... Um, or Row House, or, or any of these, and I say this genuinely, any of these incredible companies that are helping people move and decrease the risk of them getting chronic disease or reversing the effects of it, if I'm way off on this, you say, hey, we have a benchmark program. This is exactly what it is. Here are the statistics to why we make this claim. Awesome. Amazing. I'll come back on the next podcast and say, hey, I got this information. I am not afraid to be wrong here. It's just when I, when I see these things and I wonder and I do some research, I think it, um, you know, I wonder and I, and I have these type of questions and I'm not perfect in the sense I don't have all of the answers. If I did, then I would have um, you know, 4 billion clients that would follow my training program, which I don't have, I guess, an online training program at all. But I also don't have, you know, you know that, that following. Um, so just, just kind of food for thought. If, if you have, I'd love to have some sort of, you know, an open discussion here. I know this will be uh, on Spotify, but if you want to hop over to YouTube and uh, just put your thoughts or your opinions below on this and say, hey, here's, here's what's happened. If you're a member of one of these places and say, hey, here's, here's the efficacy of our program. Here's what I was able to accomplish by doing these workouts consistently. Um, amazing. Get that stuff out there. Promote your brand. Promote everything that you are doing. And if you're like, hey, this kind of makes sense. I'd love to bring this to the, the exercise um, business that I'm currently going to. Awesome. Bring it up to people. People need to be open to feedback. You know, it, with, when, I was, when I was coaching at Reebok, I, had the, the, I was so fortunate. And some people may think this is unfortunate. And I'm sure there were certain days that I thought it was unfortunate. But, uh, but not just lectures that I was giving during seminars that were getting feedback on, but my classes. How I was running a class, I had two of, of some of the most incredible, two of the most incredible as far as knowledgeable um, personalities, uh, passion, uh, teaching, seeing, correcting, you know, presence and attitude, group management, demonstration coaches that I've ever had the pleasure to work with. And they would watch my classes and they would give me feedback, usually a little bit afterwards. If you start trying to give people, people feedback like three minutes after their class, you may get a little bit of a visceral response because of the uh, because of the passion that's put behind it, but if you're able to take a step back and take that, you know, advice or feedback, you know, whether it be stylistic feedback or hey, here's objectively how this can get better, but to improve your efficacy as a coach or as a business or as a gym, that's incredible stuff. And I used to think when I was down in St. Thomas. And this is, this is kind of a funny story. I like to make fun of myself. When I was down in St. Thomas, we created a a CrossFit affiliate called CrossFit St. Thomas and Chris Irwin, Jen Irwin, and myself. And then we brought on a trainer, uh, Jared Schmidt. And the four of us created this unbelievable community of people. And people were getting fitter. All of these wonderful things that were happening. We had you know, 160 members to our gym on this small little island that's 11 miles long by four miles wide. And or four miles tall by either way. This is what St. Thomas looks like. like that. And, and so when I went back up to the which was the coach's prep course or which is now known as the level two. I was like, well, I'm going to knock this out of the park because I'm an incredible trainer. I am giving these people the results that they need. And I'm telling you on day one, I thought I knew everything. And I was even questioning some of these trainers and the information that they were giving. Like, no, I do it differently over here and it's good. And at the end of day one, getting that sort of feedback that I hadn't normally been getting made me question if I should even be coaching or teaching fitness classes. It was so incredibly humbling And the entire time, I'm just trying to argue my point because these people are seeing results and they're they're getting better and they are, you know, they're they're loving it. We're improving relationships outside the gym and like all these wonderful things are happening. Yet on day two, I was like, "Fuck it, Connor! Like, 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 leave your ego at the door. Go in there and learn from these people. There's a reason why they're here. There's a reason why all these seminars are sold out. It's because people can get better from listening and gaining feedback." And I went in day two and my mind was blown, the amount of information that I was given. And that changed the trajectory of my coaching and fitness career. It changed the way I trained. It changed the way I treated people. It changed how difficult it was to actually coach a class and give people what they needed as far as coaching feedback with movement and understanding. And it just put a spark in me. And all I had to do was just be open to a little bit of feedback. And now it comes down where I'm not just open to feedback from these fitness professionals. I've learned from some of the top uh, specialists in the fitness industry, from the best endurance coaches outside of CrossFit, just in general, from the best endurance coaches, from the best bodybuilding coaches, powerlifting, strongman. Olympic lifting gymnastics specialists people who competed in the Olympics in their respective sport I've gotten a chance to learn from and it's amazing Of course, you're going to listen to Dave Durante when he's talking about a handstand to press Because he competed in the Olympics as a, gymn- as a gymnast and he has coached and taught You know thousands and thousands of people. However The the next kind of learning process for me was that at every seminar where you are teaching someone there's probably a good amount of information that you can learn from them as well. It doesn't always have to be this sport-specific professional that you're gaining all of this profound information from. And when you can take a step back and learn from your clients, from people that you're teaching, from your friends, from people who it's their very first time in class, it doesn't mean you have to administer and take every bit of feedback like, oh, I'm going to do this 100%. But if you have that ability to process that information, you can then become an even better trainer, uh, gym owner, business owner, whatever it is to be able to take that feedback to see, hey, is this valid and can it work? And if you try it out and it works, awesome. If you try it out and it doesn't work, well, you have a new day tomorrow. And that's kind of that whole feedback loop as well. I feel like I had, it's something I wanted to say when I was talking about that, but I wanted to finish my thought. I'm really good at, just bouncing around and not completing any thoughts. So that's one of the things I've been working on, um, is, yeah, we were talking about like receiving feedback from people and, uh, yeah, I just think that's a, it's a really, really powerful journey. All right. We've, we've m- mentioned this before on the podcast. It's like, the more I know, the more I know nothing. And, yeah, the more you learn about stuff, the more the door is open to how much information there is out there. Um, but, you know, kind of to circle it all back around, I, I, my goal wasn't to pick on any certain brand or company. It was just it was just what I saw on the website and what was being promoted there. And I'm also not saying that, hey, your, your claims are false. But, um, you know, to make it more rigorous science and put some data behind it. Put an experiment that can be repeatable. And uh, and yeah, I think incredible things are happening. And I think it could be even more incredible to be able to pinpoint that number on it. Um, feedback, if you have anything for me, you know, you can always find me um, at Big Night Fitness is our company. My specific Instagram is at Connor T. Murphy, C-O-N-O-R-T-M-U-R-P-H-Y. Um, our YouTube channel at Big Night Fitness. I'd love to have a discussion here. Um, you, you know, leave feedback—good, bad, or ugly—as long as it's not vulgar. Uh, we'll respond to you, and we will. We can. Ha- we can open up to have that discussion. I'm always open to feedback on this. But um, as always, I really appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen in. Um, you know, twelve years now coaching in the fitness industry. The same thing goes. Uh, the more that I learn and know, the more I know. There's so much information out there. So always appreciate it. Always appreciate all the trainers that are on their grind, all the business owners that are, you know, still pushing to get to get out of this um, this recession, this pandemic stuff, and to continue to make the effect on the world to be that that lifeboat that is carrying people through the sea of chronic disease. And um, you know, a lot of these things that I'm saying are, are quoted from the CrossFit Level One manual, from you know, from the from the horse's mouth himself, uh, Coach Greg Glassman, the the founder of CrossFit. Uh, just absolute, um, you know, he, he just had, he, he had an advanced level of understanding of not just fitness and training, but of physics and science. So if you guys want to uh, learn a little bit more on that, if you follow now, what's called the CrossFit book, um, on Instagram, it has just a lot of really, really important and cool resources from how a lot of this stuff started, why we started training with these different modalities, including gymnastics, weightlifting, and cardiorespiratory endurance, all combined into one, kind of the start of the whole HIT training, um, or as we say, constantly varied functional movement executed at high intensity. Uh, just great, great resource for things. And uh, again, appreciate you guys listening in. Appreciate Hurley for being here. Uh, always being here whenever we need to record. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers.